Good evening, we are always better than yesterday. How are we doing? It's me, Ryan Hartley. Hope that we're well. Hope that we're well. Happy Sunday evening. Um, I just thought I'd take this opportunity at the end of the interview session just to jump on and and just to share with you some of my reflections uh, this evening. I went to a TEDx event, an independently organised TED event in Newport uh, in Wales on Saturday the 26th of October um, and I just wanted to share with you um, some of my learnings. Craig McHugh asked me to take some notes so I've taken some notes, I've looked back at them and I wish I had better handwriting um, so I, <laughs> we will go with what I've got, shall we? I'll, I'll share my reflections, I'll share my learnings. If you're here, just give me some thumbs up um, and then I'm going to get going. So here we go, we've got many people on. Bill, what's up, my man? Good to see you, buddy. Um, really best of luck from all, all, all of us here and always better than yesterday for your uh, driving test on Tuesday. We are all behind you, mate. Uh, completely, completely believe in you. Time to believe in yourself. So I'll wait for... No, I won't. I'll just get started. I'll just get started. So, yeah, went to a TEDx event um, in Newport on, on Saturday. And um, there are about 12 speakers. I missed the first two because obviously the the England versus New Zealand rugby game took priority, shall we say. So I uh, joined my good friend, Tommy Gentleman, and we watched England versus New Zealand. Uh, what a game. But anyway, got to the TED event and um, I'll just generally reflect on some of the things that have stood out for me in the talks and then I'll give you my overall reflections on the event. And um, I really enjoyed um, a chap called Hayden Rushworth. He introduced the concept of, of heroes and villains and uh, I think this really links to my idea of, of leadership and he says that uh, this this concept of heroes, heroes are people that... Um, put other people's needs above their own and if you have been following me long enough you will know that my definition of leadership is is the act of putting your own needs to one side so that we may serve other people so leadership and heroes seem to go hand in hand and maybe villains and bosses and villains and managers put uh, are owner in the same bracket because they put their own needs before anybody else's um, so it's really interesting this concept of heroes and villains and how we can apply that to leadership and management um, and bosses uh, but yeah that that was something really interested me and he talks about that in the setting of, of um, education and and challenging the status quo with education and, and harnessing curiosity and free will within within children um, and helping them go on their own personal quest of solving problems and he says that heroes are born out of following a mighty quest now absolutely I love that image that that creates and um, heroes are born out of following a mighty quest that's essentially having purpose you know leading serving and um, with purpose you know really aligned with 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 what I believe leadership to be so I really enjoyed that talk from Hayden Rushworth um, what else did I really enjoy I really enjoyed um, something from Chloe Gashevsky, uh, I'm sorry Chloe if you ever listen to this, um, 
I tried. Um, but what she said really, um, really resonated with me. She, she went travelling uh, and she said that these Australian blokes um, that she didn't really know helped her get up to the top of a mountain. Uh, they held her bag, they kept cheering her on. Um, and she said that that just really showed her how supportive people really are. And I, I love that. Sometimes we can lose our faith in, in mankind and humankind. Um, and actually, in her experience, two people that she doesn't even know were her biggest cheerleaders trying to get her up a mountain. That is the type of humanity that I love to see and, and really inspires me. So it was, you know, I really enjoyed Chloe sharing that story um, because kindness goes a long way. And, and as she said, it always comes back around. Um, I loved Nathan Jennings' um, talk about, um, he talked about the Newport music scene and, and punk rock. Um, and I, I love the fact that he brought it back to these punk rock values around being headstrong. And I think, think in my own words, I think that headstrong mentality of punk values is is, is not only having the, the, the um, intention... Um, and the integrity, but it's to do whatever it takes. I think sometimes being told you can't do something creates a bit of a misfit, uh, and the headstrong people uh, will show up and, and just get it done. Uh, Matt Holman, um, his talk was about the twenty-four hour human, and I think this really resonated with me. You know, at the mo- at the very start, his 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 slides were in Greek, um, which clearly was I wasn't sure whether it was part of of his talk or not. Uh, um, because obviously he was talking about mental health and resilience, but um, he rolled with it and he and he kept showing up and he kept going. He clearly was passionate about what he was talking about. Um, having spent 20 years traveling with work, he, he, he then had a mental breakdown and shared all of his learnings around how to build um, the 24-hour human, which is one that realizes his concepts of time and realizes that actually we all have a choice around how we spend and invest that time. Um, and he's really looking to build a world and a culture where um, we're surrounded by leaders who um, who look after our well-being, that, that focus on connection, that effectively develop human leadership. Um, so I really enjoyed hearing about that. The formula is simple. It's um, spend less time doing things you don't love and increase the time spent on doing things you do love because everything we make choices on are associated with our time and our energy if we can focus on this concept that time is a gift then we might look at how we use spend and invest that human leadership um what else what else yeah my man tommy g Tommy Gentleman, he he brought the house down. I think my overall reflection on the TED event is that um, there is a huge, huge difference in those that showed up to share their story versus those that realise that their story isn't really about them. I think a really true and impactful speaker can harness the power of their own story and make other people resonate learn and reflect um, and see themselves in that story they can relate to the pain the hardship the struggles the wins the joys whatever the emotion Um, and that is I think that is one of the real thing that um, 
I've, I've taken away from seeing 10 speakers, the difference between the good and the great are those that really help put the audience at the, at the centre of the story, even when they're talking about themselves. Um, I sat through a number of them um, and yeah, it was great to hear their stories, but I just wasn't hooked. I wasn't enthused because um, I didn't really know what it what it meant for, for me and, and, and what I should be taking away for it. Um, I think the other thing I've taken away from the event is this concept of time and the need for human consciousness, um, making conscious decisions around um, how we think, how we act, how we invest our time, how we who we spend our time with, what we do. It really stems back to this thing that I've got clear on that I'm all about at the moment, which is helping people be someone they love, doing things that they love with people they love. And I think that that kind of was touched upon by many of the many of the speakers. Um, but ultimately, my man, Tommy, he got up and he talked about legacy. And um, I've been fortunate enough to be connected with Tommy, having here had him on the interview session back in March. I know enough about his story, but I've never been able to sit there and watch him deliver the, the, the talk itself. Um, and very simply, he, he talks about um, coming back from New Zealand after a year and a half, his visa wasn't approved to stay. And he came back and at a time when his brother was 13 years old and he, he just wanted to come home and, and ad- take on the role of, of, of big brother. And one day he went to watch his brother play football. His brother had a great game, scored the winning goal. And, and that evening he had an interaction with his brother that he really shared in a beautiful way that like the big brother he was, he you know went in and said, oh, well done, you're a good goal and all that. And as he was leaving the room, he, he felt like he was called to turn around and, and really share something deep and meaningful. So he, he turned around, went back up to his brother, ruffled his hair and just said, I'm, I'm proud of you, I'm really proud of you. And... I guess the most powerful thing is that Tommy said that that was the last words he'd ever said to his his thirteen year old brother, who unfortunately that eve that night passed away of a unknown heart defect. Um, and just what Tommy went on to share, you know, we have to know the dark to know the light, and the the paradox between the two, and 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 and, and the concept of legacy is 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 the bits that happen between the first time we die and the second time we die. The first time we die is when we leave this this world in our, in our in our body in the way we are, and then the second time we die is when our name is said for the very last time. And he said the bits in between are the le- is the legacy that we leave behind. And Tommy's really been able to turn that into something powerful and positive and meaningful um, to show up and, and help others be happy and healthy in their own life and. Um, what more powerful way than to give your own life meaning than to, than to live for the brother that, that wasn't able to do so. And, you know, I, I just think it was incredibly, incredibly moving. I think I just stood back in awe of Tommy being able to share that story. Um, now how he helps people feel happy, fulfilled and loved um, and helps people lean into pain and helps people lean into discomfort because in that we learn um, purpose and strength um, and it's you know the message loud and clear from Tommy was that this is about you in the audience and it's about what you do next and that's what I mean about great speakers they share their story not for themselves but 
because they have this story and this understanding and this concept of what it means to live with purpose and to leave a legacy that it can help wake us up without having to go through that hardship pain or maybe even to moralise upon our own pain and hardship so that we may learn and show up and lean into the pain and discomfort to find our purpose and our strength. So Tommy, um, you brought the house down, my friend. You were incredible. Um, and I just love the fact that you, know, you had people in that theatre standing up and applauding you at the end. It was no more than you deserved. Uh, it was an honour to be in the crowd watching, listening, feeling the talk and the sincerity of your message. Um, yeah, absolutely loved it. Those are my reflections on the on the TED Talk. Um, you know, let's be conscious of time, how we spend our time and energy. Um, the best speakers around are talking about things with a way of inspiring something in others, whether it be a thought, whether it be an action. And lastly, think about the legacy you leave behind. The moment you leave this earth, between then and that your name is when your name is last spoken, what difference do you want to make to the lives of other people? What legacy will you leave behind? Very powerful. Very, very, very powerful. The other thing I wanted to share with you, and it's something that I've wanted to do for a very long time. I don't know why I've been just been drawn to just helping um, those just that just seem to really need a help and a hand. Um, is pick up a hitchhiker. I don't know why I've always been drawn. I always felt a sense of guilt when I've driven past, knowing full well that I could have helped. Uh, so this Friday evening, on the way home from from work, there was a young lad um, in the wind and the rain. Um, so I just pulled over, picked up my first ever hitchhiker. A bit nervous, a bit, a bit nervous. Waved him over. He looked a little bit confused that someone actually had taken the time out of their day to to pick him up. And I got him in my car and we'd had a bit of a chat and seemed like a an interesting kid. He was obviously quite nervous, didn't really know what to say. Um, and we talked about a few things. And um, ironically, I was listening to a bit of fearless soul, fearless motivation. So I was having some of these positive, you know, mindset talks ongoing. And I just, we made a little joke about the fact that I was listening to these things. And um, one of the most powerful things he kind of said back to me was, um, when I learn to drive, I'm going to pass this forward. I'm going to pick somebody else up and, and show them the same kindness that you show me. And that's all it was. You know, I I went out of my way. I didn't, I picked him up. I must have taken him about three, four miles. Uh, it wasn't really out of my way. And I just felt that in that moment, I probably made a difference to his life in the smallest of ways. Um, and that maybe he would remember that. And, and, and the fact that he said, I'm going to pick someone up when I'm able to drive um, and show them the same kindness that you've shown me, just made me smile inside. It made me made me think, yeah, this is what it's all about. This is what it's all about. Um, and I, I and I shared that. I shared that message Saturday morning on my on my social media profiles, just sharing the the heartwarming story that it brought me. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I kind of wish I didn't because after that. I had three messages in my inbox all saying how they knew the individual involved um, and they probably weren't the sort of person I would want to have in my car because of some of the things that they'd know this person had done. And I just think, 
it made me sit there and think, have I? Because actually one of the messages were really quite condescending, really quite condescending and, and telling me how annoyed they get at my positive message about being always better than yesterday and that maybe next time I make, might make a better choice than yesterday to consider who I have in my car. And I'm sat there and just thinking about, have I done the wrong thing? Have I done the wrong thing? Was I naive? Did I put myself in danger? And do you know what? I'd do it again. I would 100% do it again. And um, I'm so headstrong on this because I think the more and more we fear each other and the more and more we judge each other, and the more and more we get further away from each other, the less chance we've got. The less chance we've got. If I can use my time to pick up a kid and take him down the road um, in the hope that that just be what he needed that day, then then that's what I'll do and that's what it will take. Um, I have no regrets in having that, that young man in my car. Um, we had a good conversation. I did not feel at risk. And if I did, then that's a decision and an assessment I need to make at the time. Um, I'm not putting a message out there to encourage everyone to go pick up a hitchhiker. Of course, I'm not encouraging that. What I am encouraging people is to find human empathy, understanding, love and connection for the people that we may meet. And if we have an opportunity to give ourselves of our time, of our resources to someone else in more need, then that is the message that I will continue to put out. And you will get family members, you will get work colleagues that will tell you that how you spend your time, how you spend your energy is wrong or, or there'll be some form of judgment attached to it. You do what's right for you. But what I will say is that if you have the time, space, energy, capacity, resources to help somebody else in need that's less fortunate than you, then I hope that one day you will take that because you never know what act of kindness you will need in return and the difference that that will make to you in your own life. Simple. I picked up a hitchhiker with no expectation other than the fact that I can and I did. Um, and it seems to me that a lot of people have an opinion about that in a negative way. Um, people seem to be concerned about my safety and, and, and preserving ourselves rather than looking after each other and, and coming together in a moment of, of humanity and connection. So next time you're in trouble, I hope that there's somebody else out there that, that, that takes the time, finds the human empathy and connection to ask if not only if you're okay, that offer you their time, resources, energy, uh, and help. Um, so that's that. In a world where you can make a difference, just show up. In a world where you just have to look after the people to the left of you, to the right of you, just do what you can to make a difference. Uh, life's tough. Life's tough. You never know what people are going through. Um, even just a smile, pass that, pass that forward. Um, you never know the difference that it will make and i hope you have a great week i hope this uh this very short podcast my reflection on the tedx talk and um on my my experience of pitching up picking up a hitchhiker have been 
insightful. Thanks for joining me on the Facebook Live. Great to see you. Good luck, Bill, again. Always better than yesterday. I'm right behind you. Um, much love, much support. Uh, and thanks for your comments throughout this. Um, hope that we're all well. Have a great week. Set yourselves up to win. Help each other win. Uh, and I'll be back very soon. Much love, guys. Thank you.